The Fourth Wall, Episode 13, Abraham Rodriguez. You're listening to The Fourth Wall, a podcast that takes you beyond the screen or the page and brings you into our conversations with the creative people behind your favorite movies, TV shows, comics, and more. My name is Seamus Kelly. I'm a staff writer here at Den of Geek and an official Power Rangers expert. Today, we're talking to Abraham Rodriguez, who plays Nate on Power Rangers Beast Morphers. While the show just went into its summer hiatus, the most recent episode to air featured Nate becoming the Beast Morpher Gold Ranger. I wanted to know what it takes to play Nate, who's not your typical Power Ranger. Abraham took me through the lengthy casting process for the show and how he originally auditioned for another character. You'll never guess who it was. Of course, we also discussed becoming the Gold Ranger and so much more. So let's take it over to the interview. Well, hello, my good sir. My name is Seamus. We're very excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So first off, let's take it way back for us. Tell us how you got into acting. Wow. Um, I started acting when I was six years old. I started doing a lot of church plays, and that's where I really found my passion for acting and knew that that's what I wanted to do. And yeah, just growing up watching TV, I always saw it and had you know such an interest in it and knew that that's what I wanted to do. But I never knew how to do it, and my parents didn't know how to do it, and it was just such a dream for such a long, long time. And yeah, growing up, I did musical theater and I did, you know, theater at school and stuff and continued church plays, but never actually did film and television because I didn't know how to get into it. So when I was 15, I started doing student films and I did like extra work and stuff just to get some set experience and, you know, know what it's like to be on a set. So yeah, I started doing a lot of that. I did a whole bunch of, you know, local commercials in Las Vegas. That's where I'm from. And yeah, I did a few projects there and then I went on to feature films and I started to get paid for things. And yeah, I had an awesome run there. And then when I was 17, I got an agent in L.A. and I started auditioning there and I was going back and forth from Vegas to L.A. for every audition for a while until I moved when I was 18. And yeah, now I'm here in New Zealand filming for Power Rangers. So had you, did you have any other uh, big things that you had booked before Power Rangers? I did do a lot of commercials. I did, okay. you know, commercials for McDonald's, for Ford, for State Farm. I did a lot of um, commercial work as well as I did a lot of feature films and short films and some guest stars and co-stars on different TV shows. So, yeah, I did do quite a few things, but nothing as big as this or a series regular like this. For sure. And then what would you say or what are some of your favorite roles or parts you were in before Power Rangers? Wow. Before Power Rangers, I did a short film called Burro. And that was probably by far my favorite character that I've played because of the fact that I got to speak both English and Spanish in the film. Mm. And that was the first time that I got to do that for an acting role. So I was extra stoked about that. And yeah, that was an awesome project because of that. That's fantastic. So what was your experience with Power Rangers before being cast? Like, what did you know about the show? Anything like that? Yeah, so when I got the audition for my agent, I was it's funny, I was actually going in for the comedic role. So I got the audition and it was Nickelodeon, it was Power Rangers, of course, you know, who doesn't know yeah. what Power Rangers is? So I was super stoked and I went in, I loved the character 
And I went in for the comedic role three times and I went all the way to producers for it. And when I was in the producer session, the executive producer, our amazing executive producer, Chip Lynn, had me read for the Ranger role. So it was a cold read. He handed me the sides and they had me work it a few times. I was in there for like five hours that day, just going back and forth doing the Ranger sides. And yeah, then they had me go to a class and I started training in martial arts for the audition. And it was from that producer session, it was a month later that we had the testing for it. And that was my fourth audition. And then I went back the next day for my fifth audition before booking it. So they sent you to do like stunt work and stuff like that just for an audition? Yeah. So that's what was really cool and so different about this audition was that everybody that was up for a ranger role had the option to go to training. And, you know, we would work on our 30 second martial arts routine that we had to perform in the audition room. So, yeah, we all got to practice and get that. And of course, we all did things on our own outside of it. But, yeah, it was awesome that they provided that for us. And, you know, we were really able to train and learn new things that, you know, helped us be where we are today. So what was it like, because you said you had gone in for the comedic role, like what was sort of your take on the material? Yeah, it was definitely funny and interesting, but I loved how free it was and how, you know, you could just take your own take on it and just be funny and loud and big. And, you know, it's like a thing like, oh, you don't want to be too big. But with a role like that, it's all about, you know, being over the top big and just funny and letting loose and, you know, doing everything. So it was a lot of fun. And then you know, getting handed the ranger role, it was definitely different. It was a huge change from the comedic role, but I was so ready to do it for the for the challenge. So it was definitely a big change, but I really, really, really enjoyed it. And what the, were the ranger sides that you were given, were they for the character of Nate? They weren't. They were actually generic sides that okay. all the male actors used to audition. So once you, so tell us about like the final audition, that fourth audition that you mentioned. The final audition, I went in. Well, this was the fourth one. It was that last week of testing. So it was three days. And I went in the second day. And I went in. I did my martial arts routine. I was practicing it outside the casting office in the parking lot before going in. And it was pretty intense. Everybody there was, you know, focused. Everybody wanted it. Everyone was on their A game. And it was easy to be intimidated because there were so many great martial artists in there and people with swords and nunchucks and, you know, people that have been doing martial arts for years. And I only did a year of Taekwondo when I was 15. So I didn't have a lot of martial arts experience. And it, it was mostly for the most part um, all new to me. So, yeah, it was easy to be intimidated, but I didn't let that, you know, distract me. Or, you know, throw me off. So I went in and I gave it my all and I did the best that I could. And I was there for about five hours that day as well. It was a long process and everyone was there for a good while. And then the next day I got invited back and I was there towards the end. And it was down to, I think, 16 people that day. And yeah, we just did the same thing again. And we did like the chemistry reads and all of that. So yeah, it was it was definitely the most interesting audition experience of my life and also the longest because the whole, whole thing from the first audition to the last was about four to five months. So we were doing it for a while. Yeah. And that's not really typical for a lot of actors, right? You pretty much go in there and then you leave and you may get something, you may not, you may go back for another one, but not that many. 
Yeah. And especially for like, like co-star or guest stars, you know, you audition on a Monday and you'll hear basically the next day if you're on hold or not. And then you'll film it like two days after the audition or something. It's usually such a fast turnaround. Also with like commercials and stuff like that, you usually hear within a few days and film it like the following week. So this is definitely interesting. But I love that we had all that prep time to really, you know, get our martial arts down and really study these scenes and stuff. So when did you find out that you had actually been cast? The last audition, I found out at the end of July. And then we had the month of August to prepare. And I flew out here September 1st. So when did you find out that you were playing the character of Nate? And uh, what were you told about that character when you were cast? At the end of July, I got a call from my agent that I was going to be getting a call from production about Power Rangers and she said that I got it so I was super super stoked and a few I think it was a few hours later our executive producer called me and told me congratulations you're the new Gold Ranger and as far as character wise I didn't know too much until actually coming here to New Zealand and we got our scripts and our you know our bibles and our character breakdowns and all of that so that's when I really got to know exactly who I was playing and who the Gold Ranger is. Right. And then in those materials you were given, did it lay out the whole show or was it just sort of like the backstory of the characters and sort of general arcs of where they could go? Yeah, it was basically, it was like blueprints, like a general outline, but it wasn't exact like story points or things that we would go through through the whole season. So as we were getting our new scripts for the episodes that were coming up to film, we were finding out, you know, new storylines and new things and what happens to all of our characters and the story as a whole. So it definitely kept things, you know, interesting and fresh and new to be experiencing through the whole nine months of filming. For sure. And then so when you found out who the character was, and you got some information. What do you do then as an actor? Like, how did you prepare to be this character? After getting to know, you know, some basic general story points about Nate, then I had to do my work and go back and really create a backstory for Nate and a life story and everything about his parents and how he grew up and where he was born and you know what his role exactly is like in grid battle force and what his relationship is with everyone and yeah it was really really awesome to step in his shoes and you know go through things like his birthday or like how he celebrates things like that with who and you know the type of person that he is and how he would react to certain situations and and yeah just his dynamic with the other rangers and the other cast for sure and then in that process what sort of stuff did you create in your mind obviously a lot of it's not going to end up on the screen or maybe you know Mm -hmm. contradicted by later episodes but what sort of stuff did you come up with to get into that character's head so when i first got here and i read about nate i learned that his parents are away so he doesn't live with his parents and he also is a child prodigy and the boy genius and he started working at grid battle force since he was six years old so that was definitely a big thing is that i don't have my parents and i've been working in this facility since i was six developing things and you know he didn't have a normal childhood so that definitely affects him in the way that you know he acts with other people his age or just people in general because he's grown up in you know this working environment always developing new things and he's the brains of this whole you know corporation that you know is the ranger team so it was definitely interesting because i personally come from a big family so i'm used to there being 10,000 million people around me all the time so it was definitely interesting for me to create Nate and know that he's not used to having 
actual blood family members around him and that he uses the people like the commander to you know as like a mother figure and to get that kind of family sense from that so it was really fun to create him and you know see his backstory and stuff so I know that uh, for a lot of the Rangers, when they get, when they start the new season, they go through like the intense stunt boot camp. Did you guys have to do that? Yeah, when we first got here, we had a three week martial arts ex- intensive. Excuse me, um, and yeah, that was so much fun. That was honestly one of the best experiences here, and just being able to go every day and learn how to you know jump from an explosion and land on the floor correctly and roll and jump over boxes and the fight choreography and kicks and punches it was definitely a highlight of this experience to get to you know do that because i've never done anything like that before so it was all new and it made me realize how much i love it and how much fun it is and how much i want to continue doing stunts and stuff so tell us a little bit about those first days shooting especially you know you're getting used to the whole process being a regular being a big part of the show what was that Mm -hmm. like it was so much fun, but also so much hard work because it was so new, not only for myself, but for the rest of the cast. And it's been amazing to be able to experience all these first new things with everyone. And yeah, it was definitely hard to get used to just waking up every day so early and getting that in that routine and going through hair and makeup and wardrobe and being on set for 14 hours and getting home and memorizing lines to come back the next day and do it all over again. So it was definitely new, and I've never done a project for this long also. Usually I've filmed for a few days, a few weeks, and, you know, so this is definitely different to shoot two seasons, 44 episodes off the bat for nine consecutive months, especially in another country. Because filming a TV show on its own is a challenge, but also, you know, being away from your family for so long and moving to a foreign country for that long and, you know, not being able to, you know, do things with your family or what you're used to and... Yeah, so getting used to the country and how it works and also getting used to being on a TV show set every day was a challenge, but it was so much fun and I really enjoyed it. And now we're all pros and are ready for, you know, what's next for each of us. For sure. And then you mentioned that, you know, you guys have been shooting it for a long time, shooting two seasons consecutively. Mm-hmm. Do they sit you down before the season and are like, all right, you can take photos, but if you post these on social media, we will find you. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have had a lot of meetings about that. And they're very awesome about, you know, letting us take pictures, but we do all know and understand that, you know, they can't be posted until the episodes air or, you know, knowing how we can get around it and being able to take pictures and post them as long as our robes are covering our wardrobe or our makeup and hair isn't giving anything away. So it's definitely been a challenge and we've had, you know, some slip up sometimes, but we're good to correct it and fix it before it becomes anything. And then what what is it like working with the writers and the executive producers of the show, especially as the as the season goes on? Like, do you talk with them about where the character is going? Do they look to insights to you? Do you look to insights to them? Uh, how does it work? Yeah, they're, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. And, you know, being able to do a job for this long and see everyone every day just makes it that much more special to be able to, you know, make this relationship with everyone and get so close to everyone. And I'm always in the writer's room just saying hi, not even talking about work, but just, you know, getting to know them and seeing how they're doing. But also whenever I have an idea, I write it down and then I go in there and I present it to them. And if they, you know, agree or think it's good as well, then they'll pass it on to the producer and stuff. But they're so amazing about us being able to go with them, being open with any questions and and being able to put our own ideas into our character. And yeah, I've been able to do that a lot. I've been able to come up with things for Nate that, you know, have worked well in the show and taking initiative to just do what 
I know Nate would do and what's right and stuff. And yeah, it's been great with them. And our executive producer is so amazing. And not just at work, but also, you know, we get to like be with him and go out. And on the weekends, he'll take us on a hike. And we had Thanksgiving at his house because we were here for Thanksgiving. So we weren't able to be back home with our family. So yeah, just being so close to everyone. It's such a family. And you know, that really helps when you're away from your own family and here for so long. So it's made us not miss home that much. All right. So Nate is a ranger that we aren't really used to. He's not super athletic, you know, he seems Mm -hmm. to have spent most of his life inside. Uh, Right. What is that like playing a different sort of ranger? It's definitely special. And it touches my heart because I'm so happy to be able to play a character and especially a ranger that defies stereotypes and proves to, you know, not just kids, but everyone that anyone can be a ranger. And it doesn't matter you know, your physical characteristics, but, you know, what you have on the inside and the person you are, that's what makes you a ranger. So being able to play Nate and know that he is different has definitely been a challenge because I think it's easier to just be the, you know, hero that everyone, you know, expects to see. But even when we do scenes like we're all playing outside, you know, like a sport or something, I have to think, oh, well, Nate's never really played sports. He's always inside, you know, developing some new weapon or technology or something. So I have to play that into there. So, like, you know, Nate wouldn't really know how to throw a football or this is all new or he's practicing how to catch. He's not going to be perfect, you know. So it's definitely been fun to be able to do those little things and show kids and stuff that, you know, you're not perfect or and that's okay. And you're still just as strong and, you know, a hero as anyone else. So we talked about your first days on set just as being Nate, but tell us about the first day you were the Gold Ranger on set. Oh, oh my gosh, that was that's a highlight of this entire experience and something I looked forward to because before coming here, I knew I was going to be the Gold Ranger, but then getting here and shooting seven episodes of just being Nate and not being the Gold Ranger, I definitely got used to Nate the Science Guy and mm-hmm. once the eighth episode came around when I become the Gold Ranger, it was like, whoa, like it's happening like we're finally there like i'm finally gonna be a ranger now i'm not gonna be just nate the science guy i'm gonna be nate the science guy that's also the gold ranger so that initial scene where i morphed into the gold ranger was one of the most special moments and experiences here and yeah i remember that day on set and waking up and being so pumped about it and yeah it was just such a great memorable time with everyone and then when that first clip came out of you morphing and becoming the Gold Ranger, there was just an outpouring of love from the fans for you and your <laughs> character. What was that like? Well, it was honestly, it was out of this world. Before that, I knew how amazing and loving Ranger Nation is. But once that came out and, and I just saw all the comments and tweets and reposts and messages that I got from everyone, it was just a whole nother experience of love and support that I received from everyone and it just made me want to work even harder to show everyone, you know, who Nate is. And it just motivated me to be just someone that people can look up to, knowing that there's so many kids and people that watch the show and, you know, look at Nate and see themselves in him. So this is the first Hasbro season of Power Rangers. Were you told about this when you started filming? Yes, I believe we found out when we were here Actually, I think it was during the audition process we might have known. But, it, I mean, it wasn't, like, too in-depth. It was just that Hasbro bought the company and they were the new owners and stuff. But it wasn't until we got here that 
you know, we really got to see how they take their spin on it. And yeah, it's been great to work with them. They're a great company. And I'm really, really excited that they're going to be the ones making the toys now because they're such a epic, well-known company. Yeah. And do you have any sort of insight what their, what you said, like the, uh, their take or spin on it is? Um, they definitely have done some different things with the show that I know is different to the past seasons. I don't want to spoil anything too much yet, but yeah, I'm excited that, you know, they're manufacturing the toys now. And I think that's super big with them being such a huge toy company. For sure. So let's talk about your castmates. So I'm just going to list them off and I just want to <laughs> give you like, I just want to hear some like, you know, some little impressions, maybe like a memory or something of each one. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to start with Rory. Rory. Rory is the chill one. He is always in such a smiley, nice mood. He's like the like the professional one, the very mm-hmm. like laid back, chill, cool one. He's always there to talk to. He gives you great advice. And yeah, he's definitely like a big brother to me. And then Jasmine. Jazz. Oh, Jazz. Jazz is the jokester. He's always on set joking with everyone and the crew. And he's just such a ball of of jokes. And it's great. I see him as a big brother as well. And then what about Jackie? Jackie. Jackie is my sister from another mister. Jackie is, is one of my best friends. And we've been, you know, on set together every day. We're always together. We always work together every day i only don't see her when we're sleeping and then i wake up and see her all day again so we've definitely become the closest here and yeah she's she's just awesome she's so much fun we're always dancing we're always doing something crazy we're always getting ourselves into you know funny situations and i know she's always like my adventure buddy and she'll you know sneak out with me and like run around and just do some fun stuff and then Christina. Christina. Christina is one of my roommates. And I just freaking I love Christina. I love Christina because she is she's like the mom of the group. We all say that. And she's such a great cook. We cook dinner together almost every night. And we're always eating. She's my eating buddy and my Netflix buddy. We always like either cook dinner and watch Netflix or Uber Eats and watch Netflix. Yeah, she's always a person that I go to for food. And then uh, Cosme. Cosme, my Cosme. Cosme's, Cosme's the comedic role, so it just matches him perfectly because he's naturally just a funny person. He's as well always making jokes, and he's just such a such a bright light to our cast. And everyone is, of course, but he's just always smiling and joking around. And yeah, he's also super chill and super nice and always there for each of us. And then uh, Colby? Colby. Colby is my other best friend. Me and Colbs and Jackie always do everything together. We go on trips. We went to the South Island together and we do road trips together. And yeah, he's like the dad of the group. Christina's the mom and he's the dad. He's the one that organizes everything and puts it all together. And we're all such a different bunch, but we all connect so well. And that's what makes us so great. And then uh, Liana? Liana. Liana's my other roommate. And Liana is fun because she's always down to do anything. You know, if we want to, we get home late and we're like, hey, let's go get pizza. She's always ready no matter what she's doing. She's always down to go out and have a good time. And then, of course, I got to mention the commander. 
He's yes. played by Twila. Yeah. What is she like? Oh my gosh, Mama T. That's what we call her. Everyone calls her Mama T. She actually is the mom of the group. And when we're on set together, she's she's just so amazing and loving and inspiring. And she's always talking to us about, you know, her career and acting and giving us advice and helping us through everything. And, you know, she's just, she's just an amazing, positive person. And then, of course, like now, so far, it's just a guy in a suit. Mm-hmm. But you've got, like, the Silver Ranger who's hanging out with you as well. So what is that like having yes. to act with, with a robot, basically, or a suit actor, I should say? At first, I was definitely a little nervous because I had no idea how it was going to be like to have a robot as a scene partner. And he's not just anyone to Nate. He's Nate's brother, and Nate created him as well. And it's the one brother that he's always wished and dreamed of having. So there's there's definitely a lot of scenes where... They really connect and have really deep, you know, real moments. So at first I was like, you know, curious to see how it's going to be to look at a robot head instead of someone's eyes. But as it went on, it just became so easy and it's just so natural now. And, you know, we don't even think about it. But Reed, who's the actor that plays Steel, has been so amazing as well. And he's with us every day. He's, you know, a part of our main core cast. And, yeah, it's been such an amazing, awesome, enjoyable time. Indeed. So you mentioned that, you know, you have like you have a big family. Mm-hmm. What if what have they thought of the first couple episodes of Beast Morphers that have come out? Oh, they love it. I have a four year old nephew and a three year old niece, and they just scream every time they see me on TV. And my sister in law sends me videos of them watching the episode and they're just screaming and just it's so fun to see you know, little kids like that watch the show and see their reactions, especially when it's my niece and nephew and they know you know, who I am and stuff. And I made it a point when they first started watching it that I wanted them to think that, you know, I actually am a Power Ranger and that the show is real and it's not just, you know, make-believe and it's acting. So we all went along to tell them, like, oh, yeah, like, that's where he is right now. Like, they call me Ham because they can't say my full name. So they're like, (laughs) Theo Ham is like, yeah, he's gone. Like, he's working. And they're like, like, where, where, where? And then they, like, show them the show. And then they're like, oh, like, that's why he's not here right now because he's a Power Ranger and he's doing that. And... It was amazing for them to watch episodes one through seven and just see me as, you know, Nate, the science guy. And then once the eighth episode came around and watching that video of the reaction of me turning into the Gold Ranger was just one of the most special, special moments. And what has it been like for you guys, you know, yourself and the whole cast to watch those first eight episodes and see all your hard work come together? It's been so surreal. And I'm so happy that we, you know, this is one of the few shows that is still filming while it's airing so it's been so amazing to be here all together in new zealand still filming the show and also watching it you know air and see the fans reactions and we had um, a cast like screening party for the first episode and we all watched it together and we were crying and it's so amazing to be so close and we've all put so much love and you know our passion and hearts into this so to see it all come together and experience that for the first time together just makes it that much more special for sure and then obviously you know there's only been eight episodes so far and we're on a little bit of a hiatus right now but Mm -hmm. what can fans look forward to as beast morphers continues especially for nate they can definitely expect to see a lot you know of awesome storylines with nate and steel so steel is a new character coming into the show now and they'll be able to you know really see their dynamic and their you know brotherly relationship that's what nate has always wanted so yeah that's definitely 
definitely a big thing for Nate coming up in these new episodes. And also just learning to, you know, be a ranger. And, you know, he's always been the guy that's been helping the rangers, but now he's one himself. And it's going to be cool. And I'm excited for the fans to see how he uses his science side along with now his ranger side. And he gets the best of both worlds. And then you guys right now are just about wrapping up uh, filming for the season. What's it like now to be kind of winding it down, at least with filming wise? It's bittersweet for sure. It's been a long time, so we're all super excited and looking forward to going home. But we also don't want this to end and we don't want to leave New Zealand. And, you know, we've made New Zealand our home and the whole crew and cast has become our family. And, you know, we don't want to let go of this part. But, you know, we're, we're excited to go back and still have each other. And we've gotten so close that we know we'll remain friends back home. But yeah, these last few days, we actually just took the big casting crew picture just now before this interview. So that was definitely special and emotional to see everyone come together and know that, you know, we're almost to the end. And tomorrow's our last day this week. And then we just have one more day next week. And that'll be it for filming. Right on, right on. And then tell us a little bit about you outside of the acting world. What do you enjoy to do? What are some of the things that you like? Mm, I... Since being here, I got into plants a lot. So I'm like obsessed with plants now. And I follow 10 million Instagram accounts of plants. And I'm excited to go back home and make my room into an indoor jungle for sure. So that's definitely something that I'm interested in now. And I also love interior design. I follow a lot of like interior design pages on Instagram as well. And I I love doing that. And I can spend hours at a furniture store just looking at furniture And yeah, just doing anything creative. I love painting and just spending time with family. I think that's so important. And just being with, you know, people that you love and that you vibe with. And then do you have any messages for the fans that are listening to this, especially obviously the Power Ranger fans? I just want to say thank you so much to everyone for their amazing love and support. And I say that all the time, but truly it has made this experience just absolutely memorable and special and it's been amazing. Their love and support is out of this world, and it's so much more than I ever expected. And yeah, I'm so excited for everyone to see more of Nate, more of the show, more of me outside of the show. There's a lots of great things to come, and I'm, I'm just so thankful. That's the biggest thing, is just thankful for everyone. All right, my good sir. Well, that is all the questions I have for today. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Go Gold Ranger. I love you, Ranger Nation, and I appreciate you know you having me on. This was so, so, so awesome. It's amazing that Power Rangers can be so inspiring to so many people and that it features characters like Nate, who truly buck the stereotype of what we think a superhero needs to be. Abraham certainly brings so much to the character, and that's just one of the reasons fans love him so much. We can't wait to see more of Nate when Beast Morphers returns later this year. And make sure to stick around to Den of Geek, where the Power Rangers Beast Morphers reviews will return as well, written by yours truly. But that'll wrap things up for this episode. Come back in two weeks for the next edition of the podcast, and we'll break through the fourth wall once again to talk to another creator or performer behind the entertainment that you love. Remember to follow Den of Geek on Twitter and Facebook at Den of Geek US. My name is Seamus Kelly. And you can follow me at Ryder Jetfire. Find more content at denofgeek.com. And thanks for listening. Join us again next time, Beyond the Fourth Wall. Mm-hmm.